let's just say <laughs> we left six figures on the table in leaving. <laughs> so, all right, could be could be considered a controversial episode. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, why did we take ourselves and at the time about 120-ish agents away from our broker, EXP, and where did we go and why we would or wouldn't ever go back? Spoiler alert, we're not. <laughs> and what's interesting about this question is Obviously, I was there when we decided to leave, mm -hmm. but I, I don't think that we've ever like bullet pointed it, right. you know, like said, okay, here's, uh, I, I don't know that neither, neither of us are really like a pro con kind of a guy. Like we're, right. I don't think when it comes to decisions in our lives, we're not drawing a line down the middle and be like, what are the pros? What are the cons of this? No. And which one outweighs the other one? We're more of a. <laughs> that sounds ready, interesting. Ready, ready, fire, aim. I think is more yeah. of our style, right? Like, yeah. let's that. This feels right. This seems good. Like, let's let's try this. And so, let's okay. I'll start start with a little bit of our our backstory because both of us. If you if you guys are new to the podcast, by the way, I'm Mike. This is Chris. We're the Tactical Agents. Uh, check the description for more info about connecting with us, what we're about, what our mission is, all that stuff. Uh, that's all the good stuff. There you go. Subscribe, like, all that, all that, you know, the usual. I started, you started in real estate, what, 2015? Is that when it was? Yeah. Mm -hmm. 2015, you were with, a, for all practical purposes, a traditional real estate brokerage. Yes. So, so was I. Like, I got my license in 2018. Both of us are at, at at traditional brokerages, and so by that I mean brick and mortar, right? A lo a location with a desk where where you would go. There would be meetings. It was uh, so like the pseudo corporate type thing. Yes, y your broker kind of kind of pretended that they were your boss, even though they're really technically not. Uh, <laughs> it's this faux corporate world heavy on sales, heavy on marketing, the traditional stuff, all the things that we kind of chucked to the side off the off the boat to to make us more maneuverable. And right. now we have a, a whole, our whole approach. And then we wanted to work together and then we also wanted to be able to help other people mm -hmm. learn to ditch the silly traditional ways that we didn't jive with. And, and do business, I won't say like our way. I mean, we had good coaches and good influences to teach us how to be relational and, and think differently. And along comes EXP, which if you're in the real estate world, I can't think of a person who would not have heard of EXP as a brokerage, right? No. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you the question, why did we go to, e why did we join EXP? You answer that one. Well, uh, it was like a, a combination of things that were happening. You know, I was in a, at that point, I was with a boutique brokerage called Revelation Real Estate in Phoenix that was massive. And I was being mentored by a guy named Chuck Fazio, um, who I still consider one of my biggest mentors in the real estate space. 
Uh, and then Chuck decided to fold his brokerage into EXP. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a brilliant decision for him. He made a whole lot of money. Uh, he made a whole lot of other people a lot of money. Uh, you know, and so he was doing that. And at the same time, you and I were talking about how to, you know, give back to the law enforcement community. It was in the middle of all the, you know, the George Floyd riots and all that stuff was going on Mm -hmm. and it was pretty big and cops were, you know, pretty downtrodden at the time. And then, uh, you know, we came up with the idea that would become the 10 seven project. And it was right around the time that we were moving to EXP and EXP offered us at the time, which was a pretty unique opportunity, the ability to, you know, cross state lines and work together and, you know, generate, you know, revenue share. So we, you know, we could help guys and teach them how to sell real estate without actually having to charge them anything, um, which was just like everything just lined up perfectly for us. And, and that's how we ended up at EXP, namely because nobody else could have given us that opportunity. Yeah. Honestly, if for no other reason, then there was no other option. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Literally. I mean, they, yeah. they were it. There was, there was nobody else. Um, our, our current broker did exist at the time, but only in a very small number of states and without the same mm-hmm. type of structure and stuff like that. But right. um, yeah, so if for no other reason than, than that. So we, you and I both went to EXP and we started the 10-7 project. We start taking on agents. Fantastic arrangement for us because like you said, we're able to coach and just so it's clear to you guys listening, the what we do when we coach agents, usually people would be paying around, let's say, 2500 a month for. Maybe that's trending lower now. I, I feel mm-hmm. like there's enough happening in that space that it's it's the competition is creating a little bit more of a of a downward trend in that. But you know, you, you were you were paying a, a shit ton of money <laughs> to, <laughs> to real estate coaches. I was paying like about, yeah, about three grand a month for real estate coaching. So like what we were bringing to the table from taking our personal and coached experiences into this space was super valuable. And the fact that we could take no money out of the pocket of an agent was like, that sealed right. the deal, right? We're able to, we're really truly giving these cops and veterans and, and other public safety professionals, we're giving them a, a massive amount of value so much they don't even know. They, because they, they don't yeah. know what they don't know. They're coming into this business thinking, oh, this is awesome. Someone's teaching me how to grow my business. Like, this is just how they, it is, right? <laughs> yeah, they might think that's how it is. And and most people are like, they, they get their real estate license, get dumped into some, brokerage and climb this weird fake corporate ladder where they're they start out as making cold calls then they could be a showing agent then they can it's like it's all nonsense and and then your broker's a tw- a 20 percent 25 30 percent split then your team is another 25 30 to 5 percent split and you'll be like me realizing hey wait a second i'm only getting 37 percent of my commission where's this money going like what am i doing what am I and, getting for this? You know? Yeah. And so our our team, of course, started with 
a lot of for scratch from scratch agents, not a mm -hmm. ton of people coming from other brokerages into us. Now that's changed. Now we're starting to starting to draw in more people who are who are already producers and already been in the business looking for a change. But uh, and it was a great fit for that reason, if for if for no other reason than we didn't have a choice. So mm -hmm. everybody was happy. Um, then we then we started to run into some problems. I would say the first problem we ran into was the the mandatory mentorship yes. aspect. For us, that became a nightmare. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, a nightmare. Reason number one: the mentors did not mentor the agents the way that we were coaching the agents. Right. And so it was sending them at a very um, important time in their real estate career, like learning, it was sending mixed messages, mm -hmm. right? So that was, that was a problem. Then it was taking more money out of, it was another, it was another 20%. So it was very discouraging to new agents when they go through the whole, they, they fork over a bunch of money to go to real estate school and they join their board, they get in and then all of a sudden now 40% of their commission is, <laughs> is gone from their first three transactions. The things that should be motivating them and building momentum are actually creating a little bit of discouragement. So that, that was problem number one, when you say. Yeah, and I don't wanna make it seem like we're like crapping on EXP for that or anything, because I understand why they did it. You know, they, they have a, a lot of liability associated with, you know, new agents. Yeah. But the fact remained that we had that covered and mm -hmm. we didn't need it for our people. And it, you know, we were fielding complaints daily from agents that were like, Hey, you know, I got this mentor and they're not responding to my calls and, you know, they're not helping me with the paperwork and, you know, I'm having to give them 20% of my commission and they're not really doing anything for it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, that, that is what really became the problem. Like you said, one of them, one of the problems being that they weren't teaching the same things we were teaching. In fact, when we were saying, don't be a traditional agent, somebody might get somebody that is a traditional agent to tell them to do exactly what we're telling them not to do. Mm -hmm. So it, it became very confusing for people. Yeah. And then, you know, you, some of the some of the mentors were fantastic at, at their job, uh, and mm -hmm. some of them were really, 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 really terrible. And um, and there was nothing they could do. I mean, they could change mentors or you know whatever, but you know people were giving up a chunk of their commission to somebody that just wasn't doing anything for them, mm -hmm. and it was uh, very disheartening. And we lost a lot of people who were just like, "No, nah, this is BS. I'm not doing this." Um, so that was another reason. I think was the quality yeah. of the mentor. And to be clear, there we still we still have people that we helped coach that started with us at the Ten Seven Project that are still with EXP. Yes, I, mm -hmm. I would say ninety plus percent went with us when we mm -hmm. made the move, but some still stayed, and some are doing great, and some love it. They love the mm -hmm. teams they're a part of, and so this video is why we. Left. Right. Like why yeah. why why we did not this isn't like some uh just an opportunity to bash on another brokerage by any stretch of the the imagination there's good people there doing great things and there's people doing things non-traditional at that use exp i'm sure we're just we're just explaining to you guys 
why we made that decision. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's something that resonates with you. Maybe it doesn't. That's okay. So save your breath if you're with EXP and you like you're not going to convince us in the comments that our experience wasn't what we experienced. So right. <laughs> just just so yeah. if you want to stay at EXP, cool. Have at it, man. Like we wish you all, we wish you all the success in the world. I just sent I just sent a PDF of video ideas to like three agents that didn't make the jump with us. They're still with EXP. Mm-hmm. I still just help them. Right. I, I want I want them to win. That's a genuine thing for us. So just a just a little caveat there. So um, the mentorship thing was was creating a real a real world grind for mm-hmm. us because we were we were constantly fighting it. It was it was becoming a daily issue. Um, that we're like, man, it, how how worth it is this? <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Um, then. Then for us, I I think. Well, I'll let you. What 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 would you say next? Um, cultural values. I think. Um, you know, EXP kind of has a a really corporate feel to it, like uh, political pandering. You know, doing uh, doing everything they can to you know appease to everyone and. This is not who you and I are. You know, we're not, you know, we don't go out of our way to be mean or unkind to anybody, but we're not going to trip over and fall down just to, you know, go out of our way to make people, you know, like us. And I felt like EXP did a lot of that. And, you know, it came in the forms of, you know, we were talking earlier about the the George Floyd riots. Um, There was a lot of stuff going on you know, with law enforcement at the time, a lot, a huge anti-law enforcement sentiment that was really beating down the people in the project. Um, and, you know, EXP, you know, wrote a big, you know, we support the BLM movement, you know, and all that stuff and posted it on their main website, which was a, you know, at the time, such a thing was a slap in the face to law enforcement um, mm-hmm. because of, you know, what was happening in the world at that moment. So, yeah. Uh, we kind of took that a little, I wouldn't say we took it personally, but it, it kind of annoyed us quite a bit, I think. Yeah. I mean, from my personal perspective on that, I don't, ex- so I don't expect that a business is going to share all my opinions right. or all my takes on something, right? Like, and I don't typically, I don't typically even really think about it. If I go if I stop recording this podcast and we're going to go out to dinner tonight, it's date night. I go out. I, I don't ask the manager who he voted for. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, can you cook my my food? And are you? Is it a clean establishment? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. is it reasonably priced? You know, like I care about what the experience is in the context of the experience. I, I'm not. I'm not judging the restaurant based on the 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 personal opinions or values or lifestyle choices of the employees there or whatever else. So I don't expect that EXP or anybody else is just going to bend to our opinions on, on something, but culture does matter. Right. Mm -hmm. And when your whole project, our whole mission is built around helping 10,000 cops, veterans and other public safety professionals do this business and the, and the culture becomes a grind. Mm -hmm. So the mentorship was a grind. Then the culture kind of became a grind. It's kind of like, well, hold on a second, you know. Uh, 
I'm all for, I guess, you know, I think I'm not, I'm not saying me, I'm just saying in general, a group consensus would be like, we're all for inclusivity. Great. Right. So if we're being inclusive, why are you excluding us? Why mm-hmm. are you dogging us? If we're going to be welcoming to everybody, why are you, why are you picking and choosing a side here that dogs on us? And so yeah. it, it, it began, a, it began to be a little bit of a cultural grind as, as well. Then I would say the the next reason is that for us, agree or disagree, for us, the mission is what's most important, not the broker. Right. So that means we have to, as leaders in this thing, we have to do what's best for our group of people to set them up to succeed because that mission is for them to be able to supplement and replace their income. So we that's that's what we're doing and in our mind we would change brokers a hundred times if that meant that we accomplished the mission so we have to be responsible to always be evaluating and looking at our situation and to say what move do we need to make next that is absolutely best for our team and now our team is is around 200 and growing rapidly and so that that responsibility doesn't decrease it only increases for us to always be thinking what's best for the people that are trusting us to lead right. them and so for us we made the move to real brokerage mm-hmm. because they they weren't quite in every state we were in but they were bringing enough on board and they had a better split for our agents and ultimately the revenue st- share structure was good and the stock structure was good all that combined at the end of the day put more money in the pockets of the agents were leading right in fact it took money <laughs> out of our pockets on a couple a couple things full disclosure we gave up, you know, if, you, if, you, if you're not familiar with the revenue share model, which I think is the future, the, the, the brick, and, brick and mortar traditional brokerages, that is, that is a blockbuster in the Netflix world, guys. So if you're, if you're a real estate agent listening to this and you're not considering cloud-based brokerages or moving in, in that direction, you better figure it out <laughs> because right. in the next 10 years, the industry is going to look completely different and there's only a couple, couple of people on the front end of what that's going to look like. Um, for us, all of that combined just put the agent in a better spot, but we had to give up our rev share for a season <laughs> to, to make the jump. So we gave up three or four months of, of income till we could start getting revenue. Sig- share significant again. income too. Not, it wasn't just a couple hundred dollars. It was a lot of money. And then... On top of that, there was there were some incentives to stay at EXP, and I, I we we'll leave it at that. But let's just say <laughs> we left six figures on the table in leaving. <laughs> so it, all of that we took into consideration because the ten seven project, the mission, the people 
right? It's not just a mission on paper. There's people involved. Mm -hmm. And we made a decision that we thought was best for our people. And in so doing, the one thing I will criticize EXP for is their virtual world. I hate it. I hate it with a passion, dude. I can't stand that thing. Uh, and there's be people that if if somebody from EXP has listened this long and they're still here and they hear that, they'll be like, ah, and they, they lose their mind because they love it. So be it. I hate, disdain with the passion of a thousand suns, that thing. Uh, so for, for <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily leave the whole brokerage over just that, but I'll tell you what, I'm so glad that I don't have to deal with that anymore. I just deal with real people and it's amazing. I, I, I love that. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I think we'd be ridiculous to not talk about, you know, what is good about real because it wasn't just things that were bad about EXP or things that not even bad. EXP is a great company. There are wonderful people that work there. They are mm -hmm. doing wonderful things. I'm not trying to say they're not, um, but there were uh, there were some things that real that that really caught our attention. And, and mm -hmm. you know, it wasn't just the splits, and it wasn't just you know the rev share and the stock. All those things are great. You know, you, it's real hard to beat an 85-15 split with no monthly fees. Mm -hmm. uh, and when you're talking to a bunch of you know full time law enforcement officers, firefighters, first responders, veterans, you know, if you can knock off those monthly fees that can be get pretty high depending on the brokerage, you know, you're talking so anywhere between 50 and $300 a month that people mm -hmm. are paying mm -hmm. and you can just take that off the table for them. That's a big deal for somebody that, you know, that's, that's two or three or four or six hours of overtime for some people. So yeah, uh, that they're not having to do every month. So that's a big deal. Um, but also like culturally, um, you know, the people we align ourselves with are, are veterans and other cops. And, you know, the, the CEO of the company is, is a veteran, you know, from, from the Israeli Dis Defense Force. And he said something when we talked to him the first time that really mattered to me. Um, we, we were asking him kind of, you know, how he felt about, you know, the culture wars going on and how did he support police and, you know, military and all that stuff. And he was like, Oh yeah, of course I support the police and military. He said, uh, and then we said, okay, well, you're going to, you know, pander to all these groups and anti law enforcement stuff. Are you going to come out in support of those? He was like, no. And he said, but I'm not going to come out and support law enforcement either publicly. That has nothing to do with the business. Mm -hmm. I want people to brand what, who they are, and what they believe and not what I, what I believe and what I do. So I'm not going to speak mm -hmm. about politics as a CEO. Yeah. And that was music to my ears, man, because that's what I want. I want somebody to, you know, let me be me and stay out of my way and, you know, not interfere with, you know, what we're doing. And yeah, I, I just, I really respected that a lot. And yeah, the fact that he had, he had the balls to say it to my face. I'm not <laughs> going to come out and support police. Yeah. I do support them, but I'm not going to speak about it publicly. Yeah. Wonderful. For Love sure. It. Yeah. Like let's, let's let the broker do what the broker does, you know, let's right. let the company do that. And they, yeah, it was a very agent forward, uh, fantastic technology, uh, more money in the pockets uh, of the agents, better for them, the culture fit. So like to address the solutions, right. The mentorship thing, uh, real does offer mentorship, but it's voluntary. 
right? It's not a mandatory thing. If you have a team or you have a sponsor, you have a coach that is you got and that's working for you, great. We offer the mentorship, but it's not mandatory. So it took that that friction away. Mm-hmm. Culture-wise, just like you said, it took that away. We we got kind of got uh, not the red carpet rolled out for us, but like, hey, 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 yeah, just do your thing. We love what you're doing. Go do it. You know, hand mm-hmm. hand us the ball. Have at it. You know, ha- have fun with it. Um, so the culture, the the cultural grind was gone, and then um, the the financial aspect is is also there, uh, and mm-hmm. the technology is there. The the growth is there. Um, exciting future, the stock, the all the all the same things that were attractive financially, um, there are all here, and and work just as good for us. Mm-hmm. Um, so it solved all all the issues, and we've been very at home, at, very at home with real. So because um, the reason the reason I wanted to make this episode was because. People who are in real estate who are listening to us are going to ask that question. Who are, well, who are they with? Their mm-hmm. people are going to want to know. So we're telling you, this is, this is who we're with. This is why. This is why we left where we did. Um, and there's all sorts of conflicting videos out on YouTube about you should be with EXP. You shouldn't. You should be with real. You shouldn't. You know, this is just our voice um, kind of added into that and sharing our our take on those things. Yeah. And you can do it that what you will. Yeah. And you got to find your, you got to find your own reasons for where you're at, you know, and it might not be real, might not be right for somebody, you know, that's okay. EXP might be the perfect place for you. Great. Good luck. Wish you the yeah, best. Yeah, for sure. You know? I have, we, we have conversations with people all the time who, who they start out in, in our launch group. They, they get into real estate school, they get licensed and they sit down and talk with us and, they say, "Well, I, I'm going to go this direction, and, and we wish them the best." There's, mm-hmm. there, that's cool. Like, let us know and, if we can help you. Yeah, they they might reach out and say, "What would you do in this situation?" I would never say, "Well, you chose to go with uh, your aunt's broker, so why do you think I would help you?" Like, I don't. That's not how we roll. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna help somebody. If you're at EXP, we'll help you too. It doesn't matter to me. Like, we we just want we want to help people. Um, and, yeah, and, and, you know. If- if, if you're somebody and you're like, oh, I really want to go to EXP, I don't, real's not for me. Okay, let me know. I'll connect you with somebody amazing there that can, that can help you, you know? Yep, absolutely. So it'll be interesting if we get some hate on this one, who listened to the whole episode or who didn't. Well, no, I'll have to timestamp this one and be like, oh, did you listen to us at this minute? <laughs> <laughs> because we address that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're not trying to, we're not, this isn't a, we hate exp video this is an explanation for why we decided that and why it works for us and so that if you hear this episode and again you are a cop veteran public safety professional and you're like i want to be on that mission i want to be one of the ten thousand. well cool 107project.com ten the number seven project.com or if you're an agent who maybe you are not those things but you support those things and you're like i would love to connect with agents and learn from agents or partner with agents that are on that kind of mission. I want to help them with that. Then more more power to you. Well, welcome aboard. Let's let's chat. TEN the number 7 project.com and we'll set up an appointment and stare across 
the the universe through Zoom and we'll chat. <laughs> yeah. Unless you happen to be in Metro Detroit or Phoenix, we'll sit down and have a beer with you. It's fine. Yeah. All right, boys and girls, that's it for this episode. Keep tuning in. More interviews coming your way. We did one with uh, Joy that you, if you remember uh, about a little bit about her story uh, through going through some some learning and growing, and we're going to share uh, more people's stories as we go along, hopefully to keep you encouraged. So if you're new to real estate and you're struggling, hang in there. You can do this. We believe in you. And if you need our help, we're here.